Welcome back to another episode of Funny Girl. That's me. I'm the funny girl. Sometimes I've been known. I've been known before. Have you been known? Listen, I'm feeling kind of frisky because you're going to hear laundry in the background. And I don't have a way to buffer that because I'm in the process of moving, packing up everything I own and taking it 20 minutes across town. It's weird how much effort has to go into doing that. It's a lot. It's almost all of it. I have very little effort left. I've been trying to talk myself for about an hour into getting into the shower. And I just don't want to. I want to be clean. But just the whole process, you know? If you have a body and you clean it, then you know what I'm talking about. Um, but in that process I've uh, of packing up everything, my closet is kind of a lot of piles of clothes and I've taken stuff off the walls, so there's less of a buffer between me right now and the washing machine on the other side of the wall doing its thing, along with the dryer. They're both active right now, and I need them to be because I'm down to two pairs of underwear, and um, that's not that bad. That's pretty good, actually. I've gone beyond that very far, but I don't want to. I don't want to. Um, things are in chaos. Things are in sheer chaos. I'm moving in less than two weeks, beginning the move in about less than three weeks. I will be entirely moved. And, um, I wrote like a 14 paragraph scathing letter about this to myself about moving and how much I hate it and all the feelings I had at like 11:45 PM last night. And I'll admit a good night of sleep did help my mind clear up and I feel a little less overwhelmed by that. Um, a little bit more kind of how I normally feel in the daytime, which is a little bit more like let the chips fall where they may do what needs to be done. And, and you're gonna, because you're a responsible person. What's the worst that could happen? You know, I don't know. Like what it, to me, there aren't that many horrible scenarios. So I'm like, Oh, okay. I don't really need to worry about this. Um, what I was worried about was trying to find people to help me move like the big stuff, you know, like U-Haul day where you're just like maneuvering a mattress downstairs and then into a truck and then off a truck and then upstairs and then doing that three more times because there's four people living in the house who all have mattresses. Yeah. And this is the first time I've ever moved where the majority of the stuff is mine. Uh, so it's just a rare experience where I'm like, I really want to take care of this stuff. I don't want to scrape it and you know like bump it i don't want to bop it i don't want to twist it (laughs) i want it to arrive in its new home looking pretty fresh if possible but i'm slowly getting there i've been taking stuff off the walls i've been standing by a rogue candle and been like do i even want you anymore am i gonna keep you and i've whittled some stuff down in fact there's a spare room in our house right now because one of my roommates moved out early um you know, you got to hop on those living accommodations when they come your way. Um, and there's a spare room in our house and it's filled almost not filled, but it's getting filled with stuff I don't want anymore. So I'm going to do a nice little day of people coming by and taking stuff for free. They're going to be my garbage service. You know, that's what friends are for. My face guaranteed just then looked exactly like Robert De Niro because my grandfather looks very much like Robert De Niro. 
kind of like Robert De Niro mixed with a lot more. And this is, I'm saying this with as much kindness as I can muster, a little bit of like a chimpanzee. Sorry, that's not it. I love a chimpanzee, even when they're murderous. But anyway, if you saw my grandpa's ears, you'd understand. Um, anyway, all that to say, I'm in a short-term chaotic episode. Not like a menti B, not a full menti B at all. Like a menti fracture, maybe. Um, menti frac? Can we call it that? Okay. Um, but I am stressed. I am struggling and I am stressed. And that's just how it is. I think anyone moving, when your friends are like, I'm moving, it's horrible right now. They're not kidding. And if you recall the times you've moved, maybe you're even in the process right now. You know, it's not cute. It doesn't make sense. You don't know. You can create a thousand different flows. And believe me, I have to-do lists, checklists. I've Googled like, what are the best ways to move? What's the best place to start when you're moving? And everything is different. And also somehow redundant, very repetitive. Um, So I'm just in, I'm just trusting that my brain is going to tell me what to do next. Because so far I haven't come to a place where I'm like, I don't know what to do. There's always something and it's, I get uh, overwhelmed because there's too many things I know I need to do next and I don't know which one to prioritize. And that's where I'm at right now. I'm staring at a lot of trash bags in my room I filled with actual trash and stuff that's still around, but I'm whittling it down. More than anything, I'm trying to make sure I'm I'm not caught with my panties down. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, you don't. I don't think I know what I mean. I don't want to come to U-Haul day and be like, I'm still packing something. Just hold on. Like I want to be prepared so that the big, big, you know, energetically, like the really exhausting days physically too, aren't so bad. That's what I'm trying to prepare for. And if you have advice, let me know if you're like directly like Brooklyn, I know exactly what's going to help you. Please let me know. I would love that. Um, it might help my journey. It might just be like, cool, that's, I'm glad that worked for you. I can't do that. And if you're wondering, are you hiring movers? I'm not. I, this year has been so expensive already. Um, and don't even need to count the ways. It's just truly like, you know, when you just come into a a little chapter of your life where you're like, damn, all the bills are hitting at once, huh? They're just all, they're all right here at at the door. Ding dong. We're, it's another bill. Um, it's been between that and between trying to like save up to move into a tiny home, which didn't pan out and paying off all my credit cards. I mean, I was emptying my bank account for that. So building that back up and then also paying all the exorbitant fees that come with moving into a new house that is literally double the rent that I pay now, like twice the rent that is on the house I live in now. I mean, I live in a, I currently live in a three-bedroom, two-and-a-half-bath. I'm moving into a four-bedroom, three-bath, and it's double the rent. Crazy shit. Um, Then there's security deposit and cleaning deposit and pet deposit and booking the U-Haul and buying whatever needs to get purchased when I get there. Um, Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff I don't need to get into, but it's really expensive. Trust me. And no, I don't want to shell out money for movers, I can't afford it. I literally can't afford it. So 
I wish I could. Maybe my next move, I'll be able to do that. I thought that that would be this move, but wrong. <laughs> if I were moving into my tiny home, I probably would have done it just because so, it's like, it's, I don't know. I, it's just me moving into a little, there's been way less stuff too, but it's four people moving from four different places into the same place. That's just a lot of movers and a lot of things. I didn't even press record on this to talk about my move, but it, it, as you can tell, it truly takes up my ever, my every waking thought. As they say about Sauron, all my thoughts are bent on it. Like it is the one ring for me. (laughs) And I keep picturing that moment after I'm all moved in and I like run my first bath and everything's put away. Cause I'm like, I'm that person who's going to put stuff away maniacally like running all over the house, stinking, like truly just festering in my own stink as I put things where they belong in a hurry. Like I can't, there can't be boxes. There can't be remnants. I can't that stress. If my roommates are listening to this, please unpack your shit as soon as possible. Okay. Cause I can't handle it. Just boxes and tubs and things be like, I'll get to that. You never will. I've seen it a thousand times. I'll get to that. No, you won't. Mm Mm-mm. Mm -mm, I know you won't. I know you won't. Once it's out of sight, guess where it goes? Out of mind. And then it goes into my mind. And then it lives in my mind like like a rogue possum. It's just in there snarling like a possum does. And trust me, I love possums, but not when they're not mine. Those are your possums. Take care of your possums. You know, like not my circus, not my possums kind of thing. Um, But I actually pressed record on this to talk about the fact that I turned 34, I turned 34 last week. And I want to talk about what I want to do in my 34th year and some of like the, at least the, the mental visions that I have for like what this year could be for me. Um, yeah, I don't know if any, everything will pan out. I'm not kind of pinning myself to them, but I'm like, I'm floating. I'm floating in a little pool of ideas and I'm going to see what stays and what pans out. Um, so let me open up. I don't, I don't know if you guys need a to-do list app. Maybe one day it'll be the sponsor of this podcast, but I love the app called Todoist. It's to-do-ist. Uh, and I love it so much. I pay very like $30 a year to use it because it's beautiful and it works for the way my brain works. And there are some things I wish it did do, but everything else I've ever tried, I hate. So this is a big turnaround because I use this every day and I have for literal years. So anyway, what sticks, sticks, you know what I mean? So I've made my like goals for 2023 or like big tasks for every month that I can foresee. Um, And I think that goes really well with what I want to do in my 34th year. And something the first thing that's come to mind is this thing that like came to my brain this morning. I just like needed desperately to be sitting in the back of my car parked at a cliff overlooking the ocean, Oregon coast, California coast, doesn't matter. I mean, I, I definitely envision like a big sur kind of moment, but it could be San Diego. It could be Bandon. It could be Astoria, you know, but if you don't know where those places are, that's some California, some Oregon, you know what I mean? Um, and I just needed that. I was like, I need to plan a camping trip 
a coast trip, a road trip. I need something grungy, something dirty, something adventurous. I need to like stretch my little bones because I'm I don't I'm 34, but I'm not retired, you know? Like I don't want to sit on my ass for any longer than I already have. And it's been a lot of my life that I've sat on my ass. And um I also realize like I'm unmarried. I don't have kids. I don't even know if those will be a part of my life ever. I have an elderly cat whom I love greatly, but I absolutely could either bring her with me or could find someone to to care for her, you know, for like a week or two. Maybe a week. Two weeks might be too long to try to care for hope. <laughs> that might be a that might be a journey. Um, but we'll see. But I know I crave that and I just realized, yeah, I did a lot of really fun things in my 20s and I crave a lot of adventure still and not everyone in my life can do those things. But I have a remote job. I'm going on five years working in this one career and I'm going on even longer than that working for my myself, quote unquote. I don't work for myself, but you know, I make my own hours. I choose how I work. And that's a beautiful thing. I don't think everyone gets to have that. I feel a lot of job security in that. And I know it won't always be that way. Like maybe this job I have won't always be there. And maybe it'll ebb and flow. And maybe it'll become something that's even more freeing for me. But as it stands right now, I can do this job wherever there's a Wi-Fi connection. So, but I choose to do it like in my bedroom at a desk. And I don't need to do that. And I kind of realized like, yeah, if I have to go, I have to go. If I've got to go to see the freaking ocean and be kind of stinky and get some sand in my toes and breathe the air. I was thinking about that this morning. I was sending a voice message to my friends and I was like, we should go. And I sent them like my vision for it. I'm like, what if we stayed here and here and here? Um, And it made me realize too that maybe those trees won't be there forever. I mean, with the way that climate change works like the topography like the landscape of our planet will change like sorry that took kind of a sharp turn but that's where my my thoughts went earlier and um with flooding and with landslides those roads might not be there forever those bridges might be gone those coastlines could change in really drastic ways or they could just be different and i want to see them as they are now um in my lifetime i'd like to go be there and breathe that air and I gotta say this is definitely influenced I think by the fact that I've been watching a tv show called extrapolations on apple tv it's a lot I I read I briefly quickly glanced at the um like synopsis of episode one and I was like oh cool future future change something about animals and I watched it and it is straight up horrifying it's worse than any black mirror episode i've ever seen not in a bad like not worse like unwatchable worse as in it is extremely potent and extremely horrifying to imagine the kind of future that we're headed towards and so one of the things that i have in my sights and this is kind of twofold and it helps me segue into the second thing but the first thing is to like touch grass and like hug and touch the planet as much as I humanly can um it's weird to like be inspired by a shitty Zac Efron show you know like 
that started that feeling of like, why I need to go and see things and touch things. I always pictured myself doing it. And yet I've been, it's been so hard for me to just do it. And the realization that every time, I think I've said this before on the podcast, every time I've ever left the country, other than to like maybe go to Mexico and grab some tacos, every time I've ever left the country was for God. And I don't, I don't believe in God anymore. And I don't know if that's a forever thing. Probably so. Feels, feels pretty permanent. <laughs> then again, so did my Christianity. So I don't know. But I'm not an evangelist anymore. Not a minister. I'm not a missionary at all. Um, but that's why I went places. And why I did things overseas, they say. And boy, do I hate that. <laughs> I really hate it. I don't, I don't have a friendly thought when it comes to the missionary work that I did. <laughs> nope, feel real gross about it. But I still love the world and I still want to see the world and I don't want to harm the world anymore, but I don't think I can take back the harm that I did. Um, but I, I still want to go while it's there and while we can, you know? And that helps me segue into something else. So there's that. That's definitely a goal and like a major motivation and priority for the new age that I am and the year that we're in and the following years, hopefully. And the second thing is to find ways to be kinder to the planet. I've been really slow on the uptake of this. I've been really slow. I hate the excuses that pop into my brain, especially when I'm like, for instance, thinking about changing, you know, banks, because I am currently at a bank that supports things I simply don't, supports things that hurt the planet, like real bad. (laughs) And I've been too lazy because I keep thinking, I mean, it really is, it is a challenge to change your bank account in all the ways. (laughs) Like it is, it is hard. They, They want it to be hard for you. It's not easy to find all the things that are connected to your bank account and switch them over and some of the ways you do like check, you know, automatic check sending and not all the banks support that. And then, yeah, but I know what I want to switch to and I need to do it. And that's a priority along, you know, along those lines, there's a whole bunch of other things um, that I know I can personally do to have less of a negative impact on the planet and to, um, make a positive impact, hopefully. I won't go into all those. And maybe once I, as I learn, um, I'll have a couple ways that have worked that I found that aren't as hard as they seem. And I would love to share those stories of change with you. Um, maybe we can all kind of help each other out that way. If you have any ways that you're like, Hey, little did I know this really helps, or this app is amazing, or follow this person on Instagram. They always, lead by example, you know, or there there's someone worth listening to, they're challenging in a good way kind of thing. Let me know. I I am seeking to learn and understand in ways that are way more like wide-eyed and open-hearted and not so like just tell me what to do and so I can look the other way already. Um it's hard, but I'm I'm just down to be fucking rocked all the time. Rock my world, bad news. Tell me what's up. <laughs> Rip the band-aid off. Pull me out of bed. Splash cold water in my face. Because my default is go to sleep. Don't look at it. What's over there? 
Shh, everyone shush. Just distract, distract, associate. Just don't connect. That's my that's my default. So I need things that will rock me. Um and okay. So moving right along, there's a final thing that I really want to do. I mean, there's lots of other little things. I can't list them all because some of them are like not I can't share them. <laughs> it sounds dumb. Um, but one of the, actually there's two more things. Um, one of the other things I'd really like to do this year in my 34th, my 35th year of life, but I'm 34, um, is to really work on that, that extra stream of income. Um, I don't want to have all my eggs in one basket also because since we found out about eggs in baskets, we realized you don't want to put them all in one. (laughs) That basket's going to get smashed bro, like by a dinosaur foot kind of thing. So I want to find a stream of income that really excites me. And I've always wanted it to be, wanted one of them to be this podcast. And the other, I'd really like to have a Twitch stream. I'd love to have a channel that I stream some things on and I will happily share what I plan to stream. Um, I have a pretty exciting plan. (laughs) Personally, I really like it. I just have to get myself set up get that gear going and see if that can turn into anything awesome and then share um, bits of the podcast or bits of the stream on TikTok. Who knows? Just working on those streams of income. I've got a lot of other ideas, but those are the things that excite me right now that I know I have the capacity to to be more present for now, like in the next month, in the next two months, in the next three months. So I'm really excited about that. And then the other stream of income that I would really like to get into is helping people really flesh out their book ideas, working and releasing and launching and selling and marketing a book the last few years has been extremely personally rewarding. I love it so much. (laughs) And I'd love to become someone who is a mentor, who can just be a partner in a very light light lift kind of way if you want to write a book or you want to write something just want to help people write and find out the right way to get their story out there okay so anyway that's streams of income working on that it feels kind of boring it feels businessy it feels like spreadsheets you know like it feels like bank accounts and it feels like smart moves but I'm just trying to be smart and silly i'm trying to like live out i'm trying to be more like julian solomita he really is a major example to me of being a really smart business person while also being so silly and so heartfelt and so open-hearted and so honest and so real i just love him i love him i hope this ages well (laughs) but as of right now he's one of the most um clear examples to me as someone of a person I want to become um and also parts of him that I already am that's why I love watching what he does so much um okay last thing that I'm totally scared about (laughs) as I'm 34 is um taking my health more seriously question mark I'm scared to do it I really hate the health care world 
and it's not out of like an objective hate i i just have a literal truly personal trauma i was raised by old people with a lot of health problems just one one of them had a lot of health problems i think the other one is still kicking around i don't know he doesn't talk to me so but the one that died she um she we were all everything was doctors everything was pills everything was prescriptions everything was we can't do that because i'm sick and i just i know i guarantee that's they kept me out of the doctor's office because like they were like compared to her you're fine and it created a lot of detachment where that over there is scary land where you're sick all the time so just stay where you're at and don't look at it (laughs) don't think about it until a tumor grows out of the side of your head or until blood starts shooting out of holes that they shouldn't shoot out of um don't panic and then when it does you should panic and then you're gonna have to panic because you don't even know where to turn i don't want that to happen it's i've listened to a podcast episode on um uh what was it called what's the juice and i listened to this episode it's really long and it was really challenging because it was really it was pushing me into that like headspace that really scares me just thinking about like my health and all that and it was basically like, hey, it's coming for you. Whatever it is, I don't know what it is, but it comes for us all. Just health problems, they come for you. You don't, there's just, there's no way around it. You can't avoid it. So what if you did some work now to be equipped to be able to handle what might come? And I do want a long life. I do want a healthy life. And I don't live that. I don't live like I want those things. So I'm going to try. And I'm so scared. It literally sounds like I'm talking about like, yeah, and then I'm going to walk around on Mars. And I can just talk about that, even though I know it's not going to happen. Like, this is something I know has to happen. But it sounds just as lofty and as like, yeah, fucking right. As (laughs) saying I'm going to. I'm actually building a home on Jupiter right now and I can't wait to show you guys. Like it sounds like that to me. Um, I don't like the doctor. I don't like the doctor. Who is that? Like I just, just this. Oh, do you hear my, my dryer telling me things are dry, even though it's lying a little bit. It does two buzzes. You might hear that again. Um, the doctor is some big like entity, like some mass ultimate boss. I have to go fight. And I know it's not that, but it feels like that in my head. Um, And I'm working on that. It's not something I think I can do in any other way but alone. And I know that's strong. You know, it's like, don't do anything alone. You don't have to do that alone. I think this I do. I think I have to do this part of the process in private. I think I, I don't think I can have someone hold my hand here. I rarely ask for someone to hold my hand anyway, but this in particular, I feel like I need to do alone. I need to go in there. I need to like be like Kevin McAllister in the basement, looking right into the face of his scary ass radiator heater thing and be like, I'm not afraid anymore. Like I feel that I need to go (laughs) instead of home alone. I need to go doctor alone. You know, (laughs) that sounds scary. Um, And beside, you know, next to that, stitched into that is all the other things that come with health. And I don't know what all of those will look like for me. 
because I think I need to be more informed by what my body is really telling me versus just like templates for health. Like definitely have juice and wake up early and feel this way and do these things. It's like, I need, I do need to incorporate real feedback from real doctors and real tests and real blood work and all that. I need it. So I'm going to do it this year. It might not be for a long, long time because we know how getting into doctors works here and I don't have health insurance even. So still working on getting that. Um, open enrollment is fun and weird. But anyway, that's those are the things I hope for in this year. I've got amazing things coming up. I already know through almost to the holidays what I'm doing in terms of like theater and I'm already excited for Pride Month, which is going to be a beautiful time. And I already know um, of a trip I'm going to take this summer. And I, I just know how that's a whole year. I know how quickly, and I want to say this, especially if you're a lot younger, um, I wasn't really terrified about the speed of time until I hit like my mid-20s to late-20s. And I was like, whoa, this is going by way too fucking fast. And at that time, I believed in heaven slash eternity. And so I was like, well, it's fine. I'll just speed right on up and then I'll die in some holy way and then I'll just go to heaven. Well, when you stop believing in heaven, you realize this is this is it. This is the existence you have. As far as you know, this is the one existence you can be sure about. Um, for me, that's how I feel about it, at least. Um, I want to exist in it. I don't want to be half in, half out anymore. And I have to realize, I really have to spend time realigning with the truth that it is, it goes by so fast. Like another day is almost done. And then another week is done. And then in a couple weeks are done. And then spring turns into summer and then summer is over and it's, you know, I'm doing the next theater show and then it's the holidays again. And then suddenly it's, we're waiting for winter to be over. And then I'm, and then my new lease is up and then I'm turning 35. Like this, these days go by so fast. No matter what you're involved in, they go by so fast. And a lot of us don't know how much time we have left. Some of us know how much time we have left, you know, if we're like, terminal or something um and either way I think we have to do all we can to live the kind of life we want what kind of life do you want to live and I'm trying to own that I've been spending the last few years trying to figure that out and it sucks that it happened during a pandemic that you know I realized my faith was gone and I turned 30 and shit happens. We all went through a really rough time and we're still going through it, but I don't want to wait anymore. I'm not trying to wait for like things to get better to like go, go live. I'm going to go live. Um, that's what I'm most excited about about this year. Cause what if I don't get another year? What if the being 34 is the last age I get to be? And that, that's something that hits me really hard and really wakes me up a lot to the fact that I have, I have to take ownership of this life and how I want it to be. And it's really beautiful that I, I could have some say in that. <laughs> in this, the year 2023, I could have some say, even though rights are being taken away all the time and there's so much oppression and racism and sexism and bigotry. There's so much shit everywhere. 
I, I want to be able to partner with people through that and not only own the fact that I can make my life better, but what if I can help make other people's lives better? What if I could participate in the world, in society in a way that impacts people positively? What if I could have less of a negative impact on the planet? What if I could show the planet some love? Those are the ways I'd rather spend my time than just waiting. That's what it feels like I've done. Um, it's so easy for me to want to do that, but I don't want to do that anymore. So I don't know what you're planning on doing in the next year of your life, but maybe think about it for a second. I don't know if you want to. I'm sorry if that feels overwhelming. If it does, I get it. <laughs> um, but I... I hope to live by example, not because I have to, but because I want to. Um, maybe that's a little bit of Christianity left over, maybe not. But I know the people who who lead by example for me, without even knowing they're doing it, like Julian Solomita, <laughs> um, encourage me in ways that are very like powerful for me. So, well, I love you. And I'm going to keep going about my day. Thanks for hanging out with me and letting me tell you about what I want to do? God damn it. God fucking damn it. Now I have to put an explicit thing on this episode, I think. Sorry, kids. If you're listening, I hope you're not. (laughs) Hope you're not. If you are, honestly, sometimes you just got to say fuck. That's what I, that's my advice to the kids out there. Sometimes you just got to say fuck. You can't say it in your classrooms, I think, and you, you can't say it a lot of places, but like, when you get in your car after a stressful grocery trip, you're just going to buckle your seatbelt and say fuck sometimes. Okay, anyway, that's enough life advice with me. Um, until next time, take care of yourself, okay? Okay. <laughs>